and welcome to Podcast vs Player, episode 120. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, because we do this every episode, I'm joined by a man who dressed as a sexy bomber man to Comic-Con. He was arrested for indecent exposure. It's only <laughs> bloody Dan. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. Oh, that was the best one yet. Explosure. Hey. Jesus Christ. That's a pun. It's a, an attempt at a pun, you're right. It, yeah, it was... <laughs> I like that. I was really, I was really pleased with that. I'm glad you were, because I wasn't. I want it, got, it got a snigger. What do you just call me? <laughs> it got, it got a hint of a laugh. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> like a mutter. Yeah, see, that was way better. You see, that's what you should. It was. Done. That was on the. That, that was literally on the ball. That's how you do. Uh, that's how you do wordplay jokes, my friend. That's, that's that how you that wasn't the, the sentence I just said then, was it? I just, <laughs> it wasn't. I think I said Jake's. What the, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Jake's and Snape's. You sound much better this week. I do, right? My, uh, you do? <coughs> my cough sound, is still oh, there. No. <laughs> it's only intermittently, though, so I shouldn't be uh, dying on my tits this week. No. Um, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, available on uh, Radio we, Public iTunes. Can we get past the two-minute mark before you start plugging stuff, please, if that's all right? Nope. Oh. Um, Dan was dying mm. like he sounded extremely poorly last week but he, he seems a lot better yeah. this week. it's nice to have him back thanks man um, speaking of sponsors Dan we have two sponsors this week no one, was, no one was speaking of sponsors but and okay. CD Keys <laughs> um, our first um, sponsor this podcast is brought to you by Blueberry Blueberry is a premier podcast hosting service offering unlimited downloads iTunes integration and the opportunity to make money from your own podcast Simply go to blueberry.com and use promo code PVP to start your podcasting adventure today. Right, Dan, do you want some news? Yep. <laughs> this is for you. This is news directly just for you. Oh, man. just for me. Okay, yeah, bring it on then. Just for you. Everybody else, like, um, if you're watching you can fuck it on off YouTube, it's fine. we'll put a little pop-up so when you can unmute it. <laughs> um, the Lego The Incredibles game. <gasps> what? The next, the next Lego game will borrow from another Disney superhero property, The Incredibles. Um, the awkwardly named Lego The Incredibles will assemble the super-powered Par family as they build their way through scenes and story moments from both The Incredibles and Incredibles 2. And it's coming to PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch on June 15th, the same day as the second film, which me and Dan are going to see on a mandate. Indeed. With my wife and son. Yeah. <laughs> Do we insist on coming along for some reason? I know. <laughs> Birthdays, eh? I know, yeah. <laughs> um, a brief teaser trailer shows off some brick building action with appearances from the whole Par family, along with cameos from friend, uh, family friend Frozone and super suit designer Edna Mode. This being a Lego game, we're likely to see appearances from a wide array of Incredibles characters, in addition to the core cast. The trailer also hints at a Jack-Jack's burgeoning powers, which were a major focus at the end of the first film and seem to factor heavily into the second. Mm. Exciting news. Now, you just said it features the whole cast from The Incredibles. Mm. So we've got got Robert, um, we've got... Oh, shit. Mom. (laughs) The stretch one. Um, Helen. Helen. So we've got the thing... <laughs> the Invisible Woman, Human Torch. Invisible woman. Yeah, exactly. Human Torch. So we got Robert, we got Helen, we got Jack, Jack, Violet, and Dash. Right. Yeah. Then you've you've got Frozone, you've got Edna. Name me one other character. Uh, the uh, not Syndrome. Syndrome. No. 
Well, it's got to. If it, if it features stuff from the first film, he's going to be in it. Well, maybe, maybe it'll start. But the, the the whole thing for the Lego games, which is why I love them, is because they've every, every sort of iteration of a new game comes out, there are more characters to use. Like you know, Lego heroes from uh, DC Marvel Three, whatever the fuck it's called. Batman. <laughs> yeah, that one. Just Lego Batman. <laughs> yeah. The third one, there was like there was like a hundred and somewhat stupid characters. Like, but that's yeah, that's but pulling from every DC comic and whatever. But there was no levels. <laughs> that's irrelevant. <laughs> the fact is that you could be you could be Dexter if you wanted to, which is great. Mm. But I can't imagine that the the sort of the roster to pull from, unless they're going to say, okay, so basically all the the superhero characters that were briefly mentioned or I was literally about to briefly say shown. But again, that's yeah. no more than a dozen that we've heard about. So unless they're taking free reign and just saying, well, we can just invent whoever the fuck we want to and stick them all in there. But they're they're going to be no different from Cyclops or <laughs> you know that what was it, what was his name Gazer Beam. He's yeah. he's, he's Cyclops. So yeah, basically, the cape, though. Yeah, well, that was a <laughs> diner guy who got stuck in a door. So basically, you're you're playing as shit superheroes who got themselves killed in really obscure ways. Maybe that'll be the levels. You got to avoid death. You got to avoid the inevitable death. Yeah, because I mean, dark game. That that's kind of I mean, because it, it can't be set after two because all those heroes are dead or retired. I think it'll it's well, it's going to start with one and work its way to two. But again, they're all dead or retired in one, unless yeah, it's like focused true. on like. The you know like the very start of the film where he's Mister Incredible and she's the last girl yeah. and blah, blah 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 blah. So like all of the other superheroing that was going on at that point in time, which would be kind of cool actually, because it'd be sort of like mm. a weird fifties you know, yeah. Um, you know everyone's a pun name and you know sort of like really silly stuff. Which to be fair, it's perfect for a Lego game, I suppose. But I, I don't know. I just can't. I can't see. To be fair, if they just say no, it's just going to be like the Par family. That's that's all you can be, and then the bad guys maybe. You know, when you've unlocked them for a late level. If that's the case, fine. It's just that the the Lego games have kind of always been building on the previous ones. So you know, they're always bigger in scale, and the roster is bigger, and there's like the. It's not just the minifigs anymore. It's the bigger ones. You know, like the Hulk and the Thing and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and Venom. You know, they were all the big characters rather than just the normal little minifigures. So. As much as I want to see it, and as much as I definitely, I'll, I'll, of course, I'll buy it. I love the Incredibles. I love Lego you just games. Just pre-ordered it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just can't see how it can be, unless it's sort of like, if they say, oh, it's like Disney Infinity, so like the Incredibles go into Toy Story. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like a Lego I'll, Woody or something. I think it's. I mean, it's Disney. It's Lego. They've already got Marvel. Lego games. I know, but that's it, no it's fine for the cameo stuff. Them. They used to do that with the Star Wars and the Indiana Jones. You know, they kind of cross yeah. over every now and then. But again, it was they were similar properties. You know, um, but if you just had the Incredibles meet the Fantastic Four, as funny as it would be, because they'd just be like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It just seems like a, an easy way out rather than trying to build on. What about Big Hero Six? But that's what I mean. If if they if it's them through different Disney, like if they're all in one big shared universe, which is you know the the height of so much speculation on the internet that all the whole Disney universe is like one big universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so there's like all the different. I mean, they could just be Easter eggs, or it could all just be in the same universe in different points of time in different countries or whatever. If they have all the Disney films, and you could be like all the Disney characters and stuff doing various missions and stuff. Hmm. You know, I'd, I'd like to be able to be Mr. Incredible in Sleeping Beauty or something. Uh, you know, Beauty and the Beast and beat the shit out of Beast. Like, <laughs> stuff like that would be amazing. 
but that would be more of a that would be like a Lego Disney rather than Lego yeah. The Incredibles. Like if they put the name to it, that surely means that they have to work within that kind of franchise. There's a good chance it's it's going to be a much smaller. It's a Lego. It's a Lego game, but it's also a movie tie-in game. Yeah. So there's a good chance this is going to be <coughs> downscaled dramatically. Well, I don't know because I mean, like they did the Jurassic World one, but then that was all of the other Jurassic Parks and Jurassic World yeah, yeah. As, as one well, big game. And Lego The Force, Force Awakens, Awakens, exactly. Yeah, it was. It's not just The Force Awakens; it's everything else as well. Hmm. Which was again, which is it fills it all out a bit. But there's only this would only be the second film. That would come out, so it's hardly like it's not Lord of the Rings, it's not Harry Potter, it's not Marvel, yeah. you know, where they've got like tons of lore and universe, and people know about a bunch of other stuff or whatever. It, it's it's from one film so far, and we've seen a handful of characters. Um, again, if it's just a personal little story like that, bring it on. It's just that if they try and pad it out, I mm. don't know if that's going to be in its favour or not. Well, as somebody who dropped an insane amount of money on Lego Infinity. Mm. Um, I I was very disappointed that it was. I mean, my nephew loves um, Skylanders, and one of the main benefits of Skylanders is if you've been collecting them from the first game, when you buy the the nineteenth newest game, all the figures previously work. Yeah, but they don't work. Like you can't buy the new ones and use them on the first one. Like they don't they don't work backwards, they don't work forwards. Sure. But you can use any figure from any previous game in the newest games and it's great. And then Disney Infinity, you've got a much larger roster of characters to choose from. You got Toy Story, uh, you got Mickey Mouse, you got Star Wars, you got the Marvel collection. You've literally got near unlimited characters. But you can't use them together. Mm. Other than in the sandbox mode, which was rubbish. But how cool would it have been playing through the... Uh, I mean, the Star Wars one, um, the th- uh, Disney Infinity 3, was fantastic. I still love It's such a good game, and it was very well made. And how good would that have been to just be playing like you're playing as Luke, and then I just slap on Hulkbuster. Or Buzz Lightyear or something. And yeah, just play it that way, which is why when I first heard about it that's what i envisioned yeah I envisioned jack's uh, skeleton playing going through uh aladdin or something with jack sparrow uh, with jack sparrow yeah, yeah it'd be brilliant and uh it, it didn't work and that's why i i genuinely think that's why it failed because it was so limited they had all this amazing stuff but they they just made it incredibly limited mm. whereas this if you could do it that way so you could get uh, Baymax in there or something from Big Hero 6 and just play through the Incredibles game with Baymax but yeah. fighting like Syndrome or something. I mean, I, 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 that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a probably the worst Lego game <laughs> because it it's a, a film tie-in of a, of a sequel to a film that came out fucking years ago and should have been out way before now. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the Incredibles. It's brilliant. Um, and actually, because um, uh, my son's obviously gets older all the time, but he's a bit older now, and I found out my old DS a few months ago. Um, so I let, this is his first console now. Give it to him. It is got him a bunch of games, including the Incredibles game for the DS, 
Um, and, uh, wasn't that shit. what the second <laughs> story, uh, the second film's going to be about? Because like the game was, um, oh, what was it? Uh, Rise of the Underminer. Th- yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's what, what the, the film's is. about. It, it's about the Underminer. Oh, I might, I might play it a bit more then, because we lit. I put it on because he, he likes Incredibles, hmm. but it was dog shit, so I turned it off and refused to play it. Yeah, because I mean that was because <laughs> he pops up at the end of the film, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like literally right at the end of the film, and then I think the game kind of either picked up from that, or it was a whole thing about him or something. I can't, I don't, I don't know. It was just, I'm pretty sure it was called Rise of the Underminer, so it must was. be about him. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it would be interesting actually if you could go play it, complete it, and then we'll watch the film, and then we'll see if it's just like beat for beat the game. <laughs> I am going to be very disappointed if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> like you couldn't if even waited write a new story time. for this fucking great film. Instead, you just ripped one off from a game company that made it like, 15 years ago. Yeah, because the Disney execs have probably sat there and gone, right, nobody bought the Incredibles game on the DS. <laughs> so no one will know. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> well, what is mostly, the second film, from the from the trailer anyway, is she's gone back to like work. I think she's working as a hero, and he's at home like a stay-at-home dad. So it's, it's just flipped from the, the first one, really. Yeah, that's that's the feeling I got from the trailer. Yeah, like so he, he needs to do well at this so that she can do well at that. Yeah, yeah. But Jack Jack's getting all fucking mental with powers and stuff. Well, that's the thing. He's going to be great. He, he's but... going to be like, like, because you know everyone has a power, or mm. you, you know a, an amalgamation of a power that turns into like like with Violet, like she can turn him invisible. But it's it's basically it's exactly the same powers as um, the Invisible Woman. Yeah, because she can like bend light, which means that she can turn invisible but she can also use it to make a force field which is yeah. exactly what the invisible woman could do as well but it looks like instead of just having like one power he's got like every power and or unless what? he's got like some sort of like weird apocalypse thing where he can like change his own molecular structure and just give himself whatever powers he wants how does that work i mean i'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to turn this podcast into the ins and outs of <laughs> mutant superpowered biology but so mr incredible all his is his strength he's like super strong uh, yeah, I don't think it's ever built that he. I mean, because I mean, he, he can still get hurt. Like, so he hasn't got like yeah, invincible yeah, skill. Enough, uh, no. Skin, sorry. Skills. <laughs> he's got invincible skills on the on the track. He's mad massive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's super strong. Yeah. And obviously, Elastigirl is Mister Fantastic, but without the intellect. Um, so she can stretch. Without the, let's just clarify. Without the genius level intellect, she's still yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah she's, she's not an idiot. Hey, stop <laughs> our Fonzie. Um, Although she did get stuck in two doors, so that's true. There is that. <laughs> but she did beat the shit out of someone with like a leg that she couldn't see. So I can well, kind of forgive that. You know when uh, they head into the the island, yeah, and then they shoot her down. Oh, that, I tell you what, that scene is absolutely that that it's just such a departure from like everything else of the film's been a bit yeah. sort of like wacky and stuff. And then she's just like screaming, just like, "Oh my god, there's kids on boards! Please don't shoot down the plane!" Oh, oh. shoot it down! <laughs> yeah, I was oh, oh, I'm I'm so good. Oh my god! Anyway, what but, are you saying? Sorry, they're on the way to the island. So yeah, they, like they've been shot down. She grabs the kids yeah. and then she turns herself into a parachute. Yeah. What happens to all her organs? Well, they all squish in the same way that. Skin stretches in the way that a bones squish. Yeah, yeah, but the bones bit, I can kind of understand. Like, say, a bones, like, they're not like super solid, like normal bones. But what if a heart shrinks? <laughs> it's not going to be pumping the same amount of blood around, is it? 
Because it's not going to be as big, well, it's, is it? It's, she's going to stretch, I guess. So, like, so say if she went like pancake thin and like stretched to be twenty feet tall or something, that heart is going to be as thick as her body is by that point. I suppose. So, it's maybe if it's just longer. Or but why she then twists and it pops? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I don't think we should really. Maybe it's, look it's too probably deep. not worth talking about because <laughs> yeah, it's not real. So don't worry about it. What? <laughs> I thought this was based on a true story. No. Well, it is. Um, it's based on the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, which is well, it's not a true story. Still. What? <laughs> it didn't happen. Anyway, you were going somewhere with that, Carrie. Um, yeah, right. So. They're on the uh, way. Yeah. No doubt that, that was that bit. Oh, right, so, okay. Mr. Fantastic. Um, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Incredible is super strong. Sure. Um, Elastigirl can stretch mm-hmm. and manipulate her body. They have a kid who can turn invisible mm-hmm. and. Um, you utilize force fields and someone a kid who can run super fast, and then they have another kid who's just got an amalgamation of powers not related to any of those. How the fuck do the genes work there? Well, it's if it's supposed to be like genes that have not existed before. So obviously, like things like um, like like brown hair, brown eyes. Obviously, those exist hereditary through your genes. It's just in what order those kind of genes present themselves in children. So, you know, you may have... It's like like um, people with uh, ginger hair, red hair. Um, like, you can skip a generation because, yeah. you know, it, like there's no control... Well, you can control genes, technically speaking, now, these days. But naturally speaking... It's it just happens randomly, like whatever yeah. genes or you know whatever alleles, do, uh, like sort of either dominate or um, um, like the, like the kind of like the the overbearing presence compared to their other um, that they can just present randomly, you know. Yeah, so yeah. You, you can have someone who's got um, you know very dark eyes, but, uh, sorry, very dark skin. Compared to people that may not have very dark skin, naturally speaking, not tanned. You know, you can't get a tan and then have a kid, and the kid's going to have the tan as well. (laughs) But if you've got like you know, um, like a Mediterranean or an African family, for example, sake, um, you know, many many generations ago, it can still present in sort of weird ways. So there's been there's been a lot of uh, parent like both, uh, but the other way around as well, where black uh, a black woman and a black man have had a white. Uh, child, um, and obviously the other way around as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously discounting anything like pigmentation. Um, no, no, yeah, like just like just it's just happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, plus it's an incredible, incredibly rare occurrence, mm. um, because obviously if you've got two white people that have a child naturally, odds are it's probably going to be white. Yeah, but there are still yeah exactly. But there are there is still the the odd chance that some weird mutation or and that that's basically all mutation is. It's just genes just being slightly different from yeah. you know what they should have been or what the old parents were or what everyone else's are maybe. Um, so I guess if it's just some sort of like random occurrence, like you know, for every million super babies born. Statistically, <laughs> one of them will have a crazy array of powers rather than just, you know, just one, which is not related to their parents' powers, I guess. But to be perfectly honest, I really don't want to talk about the sort of like the genetic history of fictional characters. 
What? Because <laughs> I, I don't That's know what That's the I'm name of this about. podcast. Oh, what? <laughs> um, well, we'll just move on to some other news then, shall we, Dan? Yeah, go for it. Right. Uh, Electronic Arts oh. is at work on a new open-world Star Wars game. If a yeah. newly discovered job opening is any indication... Uh, have you seen this? Have uh, seen I have. Um, the only indication it proves to me is that potentially there's another cancelled project, maybe on the on the horizon, that well, they're going to we'll... hire for, and then people are going to go, "Oh, wow, that sounds amazing!" And then they go, "Yeah, no, forget it. We'll we'll can that one as well." Well, <laughs> Battlefront freeze out next year. <laughs> True. Um, what really made me laugh? I mean, obviously, we'll delve into the story uh, momentarily. But when I saw this, um, I was watching the uh, the video for it, and for the entire, for most of the entire um, article uh, that was being read, they used footage from Visceral's cancelled game. What? Was like, from the what? From thirteen thirteen, or from the actual one that was there teased? There was clips from thirteen thirteen, um, which obviously was cancelled, and then Visceral Games was making. A, yeah, because it was teased at E3, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a very, very short clip. Yeah, um, at E3, and Amy um, was it Emmings, E3? Who? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was, was on a it? it was on a sizzle reel. Um, yeah, because they it was, it was the studio. It was like the Star Wars future or something within the EA. I think no, it's when he was walking. He was walking through. Uh, yeah, it was like, like a marketplace. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, Tatooine yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was um, Amy. I think Amy Hemming. I think her name is um, who was the lead. Director on Uncharted left Naughty Dog mm. to head um, Visceral Games to uh, to create this Star Wars game, which got canned because they so closed long. Visceral down. Yeah. Um, and now they're making what seems to be, at least in terms of context on what has been um, revealed, the same game. Mm. Do you reckon <laughs> but, it's like it's going to be using the same like foundation, basically, it's like I the same engine, the, the same. You know, kind of assets, well, maybe. Look at the biggest selling games of the last few years. You've got The Witcher 3, Uncharted 4, um, The Last of Us Remastered, uh, Horizon, Zelda. Um, what other big games? Um, story wise. No, not story based games. Like the, biggest, the biggest selling games of the last few years are all sure. in single player uh, story driven games. And obviously, you've got God of War out um, later this year, the new Spider Man game also out later this year um, and I think because when EA addressed the issue after they closed this road down <coughs> and they basically said and I'm paraphrasing because I, I haven't actually got the quote but our players don't want linear story driven games they they want like the online uh, multiplayer stuff blah, sure. blah 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 and everyone's like no fuck off Give us that Star Wars game yeah I, I, and, uh, I, the thing is though they, they cater mainly to the casual gamer which will be online, it'll be your FIFAs, it'll be your Call of Duties, it'll be people who can just drop in and drop out. Whereas people like me, I won't say specifically for you, mainly for the fact that I don't want to talk on your behalf, but for people like me who plays a hell of a lot of games and I play a large variety of games mm. from all over the fucking shop, you know, in terms of genre and year, um, I prefer to have you know a bit of isolation to be cut off and just power through something that's got an incredible story like like max Payne, for example that mm. you know I've, I've completed max Payne three a dozen times because it's such a good experience but the, the online i don't think i've i think i've touched it once maybe 
It just went. I, I tried is, it because I thought, you know, oh, how are they going to introduce the bullet time mechanic with the, um, you know, with online? And it works fairly well. It does, but it's it just didn't seem necessary. Like oh. I'd, I'd been much happier if they just said, look, whatever budget or resource you're going to dedicate into doing the online, just put it back into the game and add a few extra hours yeah. to it. That that would work for me for much much better than, and uh, I won't say tacked on because there was a bit of thought behind it. But an unnecessary multiplayer element to think, what is fantastically and historically a single-player game. I think it worked in the same way that the Uncharted um, multiplayer was. It was fine. It was good. It was a good laugh. It was good fun. It was well made, but it wasn't necessary. Um, and I mean, you, disregarding um, those as examples, um, you've known me for an incredible amount of years, and. Although, obviously, the bulk of the games that we do on Podcast Host Play are obviously multiplayer games. It's because we play them together. <laughs> but uh, if I could only play a certain type of game from now on, it would be single-player story-driven games. Mm. Like Uncharted, Tomb Raider, Horizon, Fallout. Witcher, Fallout. Like These massive games that... I There's not many multiplayer games I get excited for. Um there's the odd few, and obviously co-op games are slightly different in that regard. But EA, EA has got it's got its FIFA, it's got its Battlefield, uh, Battlefront, it's got all the multiplayer games it needs, but it hasn't got. <coughs> I mean, even Mass Effect, they chucked in a fucking shit ton of multiplayer. Like, I don't care how much people enjoyed it. Mass Effect, it's a single-player game. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it was a big killer for Mass Effect Three was the fact that they added in. Online, which is basically yeah. a horde mode from yeah, yeah, yeah. Gears, you know. Um, but I don't know if Gears can get away with it because they kind of, for me anyway, they're the ones who did it first. I'm sure that's well, not the case, but yeah, but Gears is different because I I still think Gears is the best way to play Gears is with a friend. Absolutely, but I mean, the story it, is fine. Yeah, but... the multiplayer element that I like to think that they were focusing on was the you can do the whole campaign with a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I prefer doing that when it comes to a multiplayer element rather than yeah. you can go online with 60 people and shoot each other in the face. Because, I mean, the, the the, you know, you can get your battlefields, you can get your battlefronts and your Call of Duties and whatever, and those can specifically be around being on a map with 60 other people and shooting each other in the face. But that doesn't mean that it should only be, you know, if you're going to do multiplayer, it has to be like this. Like I like the what what's the uh, the prison uh, game get out or um, a way out a way out that's it yeah like that as a concept for me is perfect because it yeah. looks like a really interesting story it looks like it's really well filled uh, filled fucking made yeah um but it's just like yeah a, a friend can just drop in and you've got to you know do it together you have to do it together. Yeah, you can't play on your own. Yeah, exactly. You've got two controllers, I suppose. You yeah, can play with one of your feet. But well, like that for yeah, me is if you're going to force multiplayer, do it something like that. So it's a bit more personal rather than just get abuse shouted at you by teenagers from another part of the world. Well, not to stereotype or anything like that, but realistically, what percentage of people do you reckon um, buy like your Call of Duty and stuff? They don't give a fuck about the single player. They just want the multiplayer. Sure. So... If I was EA, I'd I'd put more money into 
proper single-player story-driven games to get a share of that market. And then with the money you make, don't make a single-player for Call of Duty and just put all the rest of the the money you would have put into it into the multiplayer. Oh and God, the they multiplayer. They never do as that as possible. After after the fucking shit kicking that they got from after the first, well, the third Battlefront being released, when they were just like, "Where's the fucking single player?" Yeah, but that's because that's what we grew up on. There wasn't like, well, every, I mean, yeah, everybody everybody looks back at <laughs> Battlefront one and two on like the, the PC and uh, PS2 and original Xbox. And like it was literally the best game I've ever played. I played it building up to uh, the, obviously the newer Battlefront Two to get in the mood. It's pretty unplayable, really, when you like think back of how good it was. And it's not that good anymore. I don't care what anyone says; it's not. <laughs> and it was because at the time that was the best way to play Star Wars. Sure. Although I'd still disagree. Because Cotter was fucking better, which is a single-player, story-driven RPG. But that, that itself <laughs> is the perfect candidate for have two mates with you. Play, you it, play it together, a little squad. Like fucking, what was it called, Republic Commando? That was multiplayer, that was awesome. Yeah, but again, that was a first-person shooter. <laughs> not, an, on, not an RPG. Yeah. But I, I, I think I'd be down for a... A uh, a three party Carter. Yeah, but but the the fact is though is that the story element is always the key, and that, that again that's why I mean it's I I prefer it from a multiplayer point of view. If it's the it's not a competitive element, if it's yeah, yeah, yeah. the multiplayer is cooperative, and yeah. you, you know I know that you know some games offer like you know like an arcade mode or whatever, and you can kind of it, it, it's like a tacked on thing mm. usually. You know you can kind of build a level or whatever but in most instances if it's multiplayer it means it's usually online multiplayer and for the most part with the exception of some recent games like sea of thieves or star trek bridge crew or whatever it's mainly yeah recent (laughs) um it's mainly competitive you know your overwatches and your dotas and league of legends or whatever it's usually you know you're fighting other people it's it's not particularly often where there is just you know the the aim of the game is sorry the aim of the studio is to make a really good story that you can play through you know that's in essence what a video game should be in in these days and ages you know not fucking pong or whatever pong (laughs) remember the uh, massive multiplayer element of pong imagine that i'd I'd fucking play that about 18 different flippers and balls just flying everywhere i thought that'd be so cool (laughs) but like that's you know they, they should start with the story and make a great game and then say you know what if we could have a player who could have a friend that could play with him, or two friends. Like, imagine playing, like, through the story on GTA with two other people. So you could be in different parts of the world playing Trevor, Franklin, and Michael, all doing their own individual missions, and then you all meet up randomly, and, you know, you all get to work together for a bit. Like, shit like that is way more exciting to me than a new Battlefield. And, you know, I love Battlefield. I think it's a great game, and it's good at what it does. But that's, that's the competitive multiplayer side of it. And that's that's the side of things that I'm not overly interested on. And I would have to agree that if I had to choose, I would much rather a you know a, a, a multiplayer cooperative Cotter three rather than you know the more the MMO <laughs> a, a battlefield where you can have 250 people on you know 
And well, uh, although that in itself is just like, okay, you want to simulate a war and it's all this fucking madness and chaos. Yeah, yeah. Having 250 people online fighting each other in a big, huge map with planes and tanks and shit, it would be a spectacle. And I would have to play it just to say that I had done. But I'd much rather take the multiplayer cut of three. If we're talking about sort of like games you'd like to see sort of thing, I'd well, much rather that any day of the week. You are, for the benefit of this demonstration, Mr. Disney. <laughs> right. you're, you're in control of the uh, Disney game development uh, <coughs> studio called Big Digs. And <laughs> I'm approaching you with an idea, Dan. Okay. Um, it is essentially a reboot of Carter. It doesn't have to be a remake of uh, Cutter 1 or 2 it could be a brand new entry in the series sorry but... I'm I'm a businessman what's Cotter? Uh Knights of the Old Republic it is a Star Wars uh, role playing game um, came out uh, in the early 2000s okay I'm a businessman what's Star Wars and what's a role playing game you work for D- <laughs> you work at Disney I, I'm a money man for Disney it doesn't mean I know everything right. that Disney does Fast, fast forward two hours where I've explained the, <laughs> the cool concepts. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, um, it is. It's a it's a single player RPG. However, it does have um, multiplayer elements if you do so desire. However, mm. only one person can be the Jedi or the Sith. So if it's uh, if you're okay with it, you uh, decide before you start the game together who each of you going to be. Someone's a Jedi. Well, someone's a Force user. And then somebody can be a Wookiee, and somebody can be like a uh, like a rogue or something like that, like Han Solo. Um, once you've decided that, you will start your own single-player adventures. So the, uh, the rogue or the smuggler or whatever is going off doing like bounty missions and stuff. The Wookiees maybe fighting battles somewhere, and then you got the Force user doing his own shit. Mm. At some point, you're going to cross paths in this game, and then that's when you could possibly start your party. Whoever is the force user will make the decisions in the game. However, you, as a Wookiee or whoever, will get an influence in how the outcome of that will pan out, whether you agree or disagree and stuff like that. Yay or nay? I I don't understand why it would be limited to just... So are we talking sort of like, you know, so like if you're playing a class-based multiplayer game, like squad-based game, hmm. so you have a tank and you have a demolition guy and you have a assault guy and a sniper and whatever. So everyone has their own classes, which people like and I enjoy. However, you're talking about a game that could last for 50 hours where you're stuck as a sniper when you're going to be fighting in a lift or a corridor where your <laughs> sniping skills aren't really going to be of much use. And then you've got a Jedi who can do pretty much whatever the fuck they want to. They've got all the mad powers. They've got a lightsaber. Um, you know, they can influence conversation and whatever. How are you How are you proposing then to me as a businessman that you have your other party members who are stuck not being a Jedi? Hmm. How do you keep them interested enough to carry on playing with you? In this essence of Star Wars, there has been a, there's been a crack in the Force, and the Force isn't as strong as it used to be. Okay, as a representative of Disney, <laughs> there's no such thing in canon. There never has been. There never will be. You'll have to answer that question again. You don't know anything about Star. I just had to explain. I'm a businessman. 
I don't know. Uh, maybe. Uh, that's, maybe. That's, that's, that's the only thing I can think of because, like, how... what if they did it like Star Wars Galaxies, where you could be a dark Jedi Wookiee? Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but you've got <laughs> fucking Knights of the Old Republic online for that, and how well did that do? It's fucking booted down the aisle because it was cancelled. You still got it installed? I have not. Knights, no, Knights of Old Republic's still going. No, it's not. The server died. No, it's not. You're thinking of Marvel bloody thingy. Oh yeah, tits. You're right. I'm... <laughs> Although I am going to have a quick check because I'm. Which is also still installed. <laughs> that I have still got installed. Yeah. Um, what was it called? Um... Knights of the Old Republic. Whilst you're doing that, um, our other sponsor for this week's podcast is CD Keys, which has Far Cry 5 on PC for $39.99, the lowest in all of the lands. Um, you can head to podcastfirstplayer.com and click the Far Cry 5 banner to get access to the cheapest version of Far Cry, Far Cry 5 available today. What have you found, Dan? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Well, looking at the moment, um, oh, that's why I'm looking at the Old Republic wiki for the game, not the current one. Let me just. What are you looking for? Okay. Put it away. Twenty sixteen. <laughs> um, okay, so that was the last update. Uh, basically, I'm trying to see. If there is anything that says if it's still available or not, Knights of Knights of the Old Republic MMO. Yeah, yeah, it's still on. Initial release date. There was an update not long ago. Launch trailer playing out. Yeah, it's. I guess it's still there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> There's an update like a few months ago. Yeah. Quite a big update. I'd be curious to see as to how many fucking um, active players they actually have on this. I think it's reasonably large, to be honest. Oh. I'd say the best thing about um, Knights, of, Knights of the Republic MMO is the Blur videos. Oh, yeah. God, they, that's what sold me on it. Yeah, fuck. I remember when um, it was announced and they showed the trailer. I was like... It's Car 3, and I, I had the biggest erection I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. And then it was like, online. I was yeah. like, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> I wouldn't have been so bad, but I just didn't enjoy it. I, I could not get in. I mean, we tried it. Hmm. Couldn't I couldn't get into it. I'm not a massive... I think the... And it pains me to say it, really, even though I did enjoy it. But the only MMO I've really got into was DC Universe Online. <laughs> And we haven't played that in a very, very long time. And I don't think we will. <laughs> anyway, the job listing discovered by GameSpot was recently published on EA's job site. It's for the position of a lead online engineer in Burnbury at EA's Vancouver studio. And it makes no attempt to hide what applicants will be working on. The opening sentence reads, quote, Lead a team to deliver online features for a Star Wars open world project. The rest of the listing doesn't share much else, though there are references to the game being multi-platform, which is a little surprise, and a requirement to have, quote, experience implementing online features such as matchmaking, um, interactions, live services, server host migration, etc. Probably loot boxes. That's pretty much all it said. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading. What did you say? <sighs> so, basically, the, uh, the advert's gone up. 
uh, EA are definitely making a Star Wars open world. Oh, project. right, fuck, we're back to that again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not reading it all again, it's quite long. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I get the message, though. It's They're hiring for some Star Wars related projects, which could very well just be a the rekindled corpse of whatever it was that they cancelled from Visceral. More than likely. Fair um, They need, we need a good single player Star Wars game. This isn't going to be it. Um, I think the last that, one was Lego. Um, possibly. What I'd really like is... can the mobile games. Which uh, I don't. Nah, no. I would <clears> like <throat> them to start afresh with 1313. Yeah, that's never going to happen. That died in 2013, like I want to say. 2014. Hashtag, hashtag bring back 1313. Yeah, I think you've missed your opportunity for that hashtag <laughs> to catch on, to be honest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going strong still. Um... <laughs> But I genuinely right when Disney bought um, the license to Star Wars from um, Mr. Lucas, I for the fucking life of me I cannot think why they went. You know what? <laughs> Let's scrap everything that's fucking awesome and focus on this. Uh, and they then wanted not to do anything with it. For they wanted years. to bottleneck it, so you, you didn't have like a thousand contradictory stories in in book and comic form so you could just say no 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 we're going to restart the whole thing everything in the film everything in the clone wars tv show and everything in rebels those are the only things that ever happened for sure everything else are just legends so it can be easily retconned and just decided it never ever happened but they could have just changed the uh the characters for 13 13 into people that are going to be in their universe and still made a game out of it. You obviously might have to change the story, but it looked fucking amazing. It so did. Well, it's because they closed down LucasArts, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the people who have made... Like they closed down LucasArts and then gave the license to fucking EA. <laughs> it's like a big black hole just sucking yeah. everything in. But, I mean, just off the top of your head, if you could have any Star Wars game tomorrow, what would it be? Cotter, for sure. Just Cotter, that's all you want. Um, maybe a new Empire at War. No, no RTS. Hey, you don't get to comment on my fucking choices. <laughs> I do on the shit choices. No, fuck off. Um, I, I think maybe Galaxies, mainly for the fact that I never got to play it, so I kind of want to before I go, oh no, it's just another shit. <laughs> never mind. You, you can still play it. I looked into this um, a few months ago. Is it like it's a private still, server or something? Yeah, you have yeah. to do a lot of things to get it working. Um, I think it originally uh, relied on, was it Gamefly? Game. Which closed down. GameSpy. GameSpy. Um, it did rely on that, I believe, and then obviously once that closed down, they had to change the way it's worked. Um, and I was like, "Fuck it!" And I, I never played it. I'm gonna play. I, I'm gonna do it. So I looked into it, and <laughs> I was watching a video on YouTube on how to do it. And uh, while he was talking, he was playing Galaxies. Like, man, this looks fucking wank. <laughs> 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 it looked worse than Carter. <laughs> I was like, yeah. No, they think I will, and I didn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, I think, I think there was talk of a Republic Commandos too, wasn't there? Which uh, I think was cancelled as well. But I don't think the first did exceptionally well. I, I mean, I, I had it on the original. I, Xbox, I really liked I it. Really I, I really it, liked yeah. it on the original Xbox as well. I thought it was a really good game. It's like all you know, squad-based tactics and stuff. I thought that was pretty it's cool. Basically, Halo. 
No. With Star Wars. No. It was it was like you've got to command your squad and you can change their positions and stuff. That was awesome. Yeah, but it was just a first-person space game. Well, yeah, but it's you also can't have a Jedi game every single time. No, no, no. But Which, which again, in 13 wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And that's and I why think I think that's one of the potential. main reasons it looks so good. Mm. And the fact that it basically looked like Star Wars in space, um, Uncharted in space. Yeah, it did a little bit. Although you, I was, that's, not, that's not a, a negative. No, no, I, I agree. I think it is a it's a good look. Mm. But I, I, I do want the like cause I don't think it ever happened in Republic Commando, um, and in most games that like with especially with like Knights of the Old Republic and stuff, you could just be a, a human character without any force powers. But you would usually have someone with force powers in your party because they would heal and they'd electrocute people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's infinite benefits of having someone who's a force user. Whereas I would kind of like to, because like even like in um, what was it called, um, uh, Jedi Academy Two, yeah, um, or maybe the first one or the second one, I can't remember. But you like Kyle Katarn, I think, mm. and you started out as a trooper and then you basically got yourself a lightsaber and force powers and all that kind of stuff. I, I would like to be. A like a sort of like in that kind of thirteen thirteen way, like you know, maybe even just from the trailer, you know, where they're in a ship that's like falling down a hole, and you know they're blasting people from like behind cover and stuff. So imagine if you know in that part in the uh, in, even in the trailer in in thirteen thirteen, like when they're behind cover and popping people from behind cover, hmm. like imagine being in that like with that ship that's like flying down a hole, and you're blasting away, people are blasting back, grenades are going everywhere, and then a Sith. Just like comes through the door, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, "Retreat! <laughs> what do I do?" Yeah, you go, okay. Well, the only option I can do is run away. Yeah, because like then that proves the point as just how powerful they are. Because like you go, "Oh, the only thing I can do is shoot at him, and that does nothing because he can shoot it back at me." <laughs> so any shot that I put on him potentially will kill me. <laughs> so you go, "Okay, well, fuck it. I can't fight them. I have to run." But then like you know, you've got to kind of outthink how they work and like you know make them step on a mine or something i don't know yeah you know you've really got to think outside the box in order to take them out we can't just like whack them with the lightsaber for a bit until they die yeah something like that where you know you're still going through all the grimy crime stuff but then eventually like when a jedi shows up to stop you or something even like a padawan and it's just he just annihilates you there's nothing you can do like that that to me would like open up like just like oh my god i've got like a totally new respect for like when you're playing like the Force Unleashed, like imagine trying to play a game where you're a stormtrooper going up against Starkiller. Yeah, it's like so you you you're in a room. It's like okay, he's trying to come down the corridor. He's in the bang, and then all of a sudden, all the doors get blown off. He's just been a, he's done like a big force push, and you get killed before you even see him. So basically, what you want Star Wars Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like all the bosses are like severe force users. Like something yeah. like that would just be amazing. Just to, again, it's just to showcase the power that they, they really have because you, you well, take it for granted when you're playing as them. Well, that's the thing, you, especially as every single Star Wars game, um, I can think of off the top of my head, is even though you are a force user in the majority of them, you're severely underpowered and you take a few shots and you'll die. Um, and then obviously as you get more powerful, you can take out more people easier, but it's still a challenge because it's a game. Whereas... If you actually read the uh, the Star Wars novels and the comics and actually watch, I mean, like a lot of people don't seem to realise how much power Kylo Ren must have had to just stop 
that blaster bolt midair. Yeah. Just keep it there. Carry on doing what the fuck he was doing. Walk to his ship and then just go to and then let it fucking explode everything. Like that takes an incredible amount of power. Or Luke projecting user. himself across the fucking galaxy. Yeah. Like well, the, that's prior almost to that. unheard of. Oh no, Yoda did it. I know, but Rebels. that's Yoda. But that's what I'm saying. Prior to that, the only person I know that did it was Yoda. Yeah, I mean, to me, that is a far much more uh, like apt display of power Mm. than just having like a Yoda, Darth, uh, like Kanduku, flippy lightsaber fight. Yeah, yeah. Because they they throw a couple of rocks at each other and goes right, okay, well, clearly we're not going to sort this out this way. We'll have to use the lightsaber. So it's like, oh no, surely when you're powerful enough, you don't need. It's like the Matrix. Yeah. It, like when Morpheus is just like, oh, you know, he's just like, oh, so what, I can dodge bullets? He's like, yeah, when you're ready, you won't have to. It's exactly the same principle. It's just like when you become like a master of the force, you don't need, you don't even need a lightsaber. What, what, would, what would be the point? You just think, die, bang, dead. Palpatine very rarely uses a lightsaber. Well, he's never in the films. Um, it, well, he used it in Rebels, um, but he was a lot younger. Because hmm. uh, obviously this was when Maul was still knocking about. Yeah. And uh, I think he does use it in the comics and the novels. Oh, hold not... on! Did he use it in three? You know when the when all the Jedi come to arrest him. Possibly. I think I've, he uses it. I've then, blanked yeah. a lot of it out of my memory. Because he, yeah, yeah, no, he must do because he kills like a bunch of them straight away. Yeah. But again, to me, that doesn't mean oh my god, this guy's the most powerful guy ever. It's it's like it's it's the Darth Vader. You know, he can just choke you through a screen. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I don't need to physically beat on you. I can wherever I am and wherever you are, it doesn't make any difference. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> well, back to my question. I have got two games that I want. First one being, I'm happy with just a remake of Cotter um, one or two, probably yep. two, because that is my favourite. Or but, a combined thing. Maybe. Yeah, just fucking put them together. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with like the Witcher three engine, that kind of shebang. <laughs> Okay. That, I, well, I think EA used their own engine. No, no, no. But I mean, like, let's get it looking like that. Oh, it, well, okay, fuck yeah. it. Actually, for going off that, Battlefront Two looked amazing, but not first person. Let's have it third person, obviously. Sure. Um, my actual idea, though, is going back to thirteen thirteen. Disney have decided to uh, seize all assets previously done, so every current game build that is available. Of 3013, and they're going to carry on with it. However, they're going to change the story, and they're going to swap out the characters. And instead of it being just a random, like rogue bounty hunter type person, Hand it's Ezra it. Bridger. Oh. No, Ezra Bridger pre joining uh, the rebels. So he is. He's like, like 11 years old. Yeah, but it'll start there, and then it'll move into when he meets Kane and and, Fuck uh, that. and everyone. No, because he no, because he's going on adventures and stuff before that. He's like stealing and shit. Oh, are you and a then... dick! I don't want to play that. I'd much rather play basically the game version of whatever the solo movie's going to be. Nah, for that. I want to. I want to have Han and Chewie running around blasting people. I like, we... you know, doing the Kessel Run or whatever and flying the Falcon. That's the kind of shit I'd rather do rather than be a child. I've had Han and Chewie in that for the, like since the fucking eighties. Rebels is finished now. I want more Rebels. <laughs> Well, fuck it. They'll do a Lego game for it, I'm sure. I'm sure they won't. The closest well, I got was Disney Infinity. <laughs> I don't know, unless it's they're, unless they're characters in the Force Awakens Lego game. I haven't checked. They could very well be. In what? The Force Awakens. Nah, I don't think they are. I can have a look for you after this podcast. Yeah, I'll have a look. You're a 
Don't carry away, it's not real Rebels. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you haven't watched, has finished. And it was brilliant. Like, Zoe cried. <laughs> the ending was phenomenal. It was a brilliant last season. Yeah. Just disappointed that it's finished. <sighs> Speaking of finished, that's it. Thank God for that. <laughs> Um, if you would like to see more stuff and listen to more stuff, you can head over to the website, which is www.podcastersplay.com or .co.uk. You can head over to YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash podcastversusplayer. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at podcastvplayer and Instagram at podcastversusplayer. We are on iTunes, um, Radio Public, Castbox, Stitcher, uh, Blurberry, literally any podcast place you can think of, we're probably there. You can head over and you can listen probably listen to this because by the time you've listened to this it's already on the internet mm. it blows my mind yeah damn we didn't do it last time because you were like close to death but yeah. what is on dan's monitor what is on it today yeah i forgot about that shit jingle okay <laughs> which one do you want uh give me a left okay you might get this it's a game you sent me a picture of a game I sent you a picture of. Is it a game we want to play or just a random game? Um, no, it's a it's a physical picture, not a drawing. It's not a screenshot. Uh-huh. It's a physical picture that you've taken, and it's a game that both of us own. Grand Theft Auto Five. No. Oh. But it, it's I've obviously got it on the PlayStation or something. Indeed, you do. You do. And we both own it. Mm-hmm. Is it Fallout Four? No. Am I close? Is it that era, time like year, time-wise? Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. So it's probably PlayStation 4. Tomb Raider? No. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think. South Park? No. No, you were there when I got South Park. <laughs> <laughs> or why would I send you a picture yeah, exactly. sat next to it? Okay, well, I'll give you a clue. Um, it's something that you bought because I bought it. Um, although it's one that we can't play together... We also can play it together. What? <laughs> we can't play it together, but we can play it together. <laughs> I can't be any more clear than that. We can't play it together, but we can play it together. Yeah. Uh, genre. Just give me a genre. Mm. Well, I don't know. I think that might give it away. Oh! Oh! Rocksmith. Yeah, well done. Yeah. So Got we it can play it together, but we can't play it together. Yeah. Because we can't play it online together, but no. we can play it together. Like, next to each other. Precisely. Fucking hell. Excellent work there. The only thing I didn't think of. <laughs> <laughs> I was even tempted to just go, uh, <coughs> and then like sneak off to look. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, got it in one. I'll, I'll edit most of the guesses. <laughs> Good. You can edit most of the podcast out as well if you want to. Yeah, it's going to go from about 55, 56 to about 3. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Is it just going to be the ad reads? I've got a Yeah, so this the... is brought to you by Blueberry and CD Keys. <laughs> See you all um, next week. Just for reference, because it is relevant, uh, CD Keys, um, the sponsor of this episode, has... Far Cry 5 on PC for $39.99, which is the lowest price. $37.99, I think you'll find Callum Povey. As of recording, it was $39.99. So it's even cheaper now, according well, to Dan. When it was... Under out, 40 quid, anyway. When it was out yesterday, it was 37 Oh, there you go. Well, it's uh, it's still 
the cheapest you can get it. It's like it's the cheapest I've 50 seen pound upwards Absolutely. everywhere else. Um, and so just go to podcastfirstplayer.com and click the massive Far Cry 5 banner on the right and uh, get access to the cheapest version of Far Cry 5. Dan, I'll see you next week. Indeed you will. Bizzles. Bizzles.